ready? Yes. Yes, I'm ready, I guess. We need one Maybe. of those clapperboard things. Get on that. Clapperboard. Your dad's the one that makes that stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Hi. This is Positively Entertaining Conversations with Guru Brando and occasionally, sometimes, Curious Guests. I say occasionally, sometimes, because it's not just sometimes anymore. Now it's occasionally, because I've had you each on more than twice. So now it has to be occasionally and sometimes. Now I'm just going to make the the title of the the show longer and longer like each month and so you'll know you'll be able to date it by title length you'll be like oh no that's like first season once in a while yeah yeah it's just gonna keep going well because you know that's how we like to roll in the south we just add stuff we'll just keep going you know there's billy bob jimmy joe you know we do that with names and such all right so today's show i had said last time that people had questions. Yes. And I told people to ask questions. Well, people asked some questions. Honestly, I forgot. I didn't even think anybody asked any questions. Well, because nobody really cares. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> well, because the whole the whole premise of this show is to kind of getting to know yourself. You know, not just us, but, you know, having questions for yourself. So I'm hoping that people are concentrating less on us and more on themselves. Yes. You get what I'm saying? So, are you ready? The first question. Now, I am not going to divulge any names or anything like that, but I am going to ask the question, and I'm going to let Beth respond first, and then I'll respond. It's go for Beth. How have y'all made it work for 18 years? And they did, they did uh, go on further with 18 years with four kids, and all these tragedies throughout, you know, our individual lives and transitions. So it's both. So how have y'all made it work for 18 years? Because, you know, last show I said we'd been married 18 years. Yeah. Um, well, I think our life has been kind of an adventure. Um, you know, an adventure is not always fun. But... We've had so, have such a solid thing that we've built, you know, over the years that don't trail off. I'm not trailing. I don't know. Well, to, I mean, to answer that, it's how have y'all made it work for 18 years? I don't know. You know, just always been all in. So dedication. Yeah. Okay. So, what is that dedication to you? Um. You're going to bump the mic. Oh. You need to stop doing that. What's the dedication? Where does it come from and what's it about? I guess it's, I mean, we have children and ever since we, we had kids, you know, it was, it, you know, the changes began and, and as far as, you know, how I was thinking and, you know, since they were sort of the priority, I don't, you know, I don't want to raise them to be shitheads. Like, I mean, my parents didn't raise a shithead, but I've definitely had some shithead moments. Can I say shithead? Y apparently you can say that. It's funny because you're the one that told me, no swearing. <clears throat> Don't swear. 
and then you were the first one to say yeah, it. Yeah, I said I said it. Yeah. Okay. Well, at I least at least you say it super quietly, so maybe the mic didn't, you know. <laughs> Because you know I'm not about editing this. In case y'all didn't know, I don't edit these. I just kind of put them together and put them out there. So y'all get, like, the content. Everything it's, that we say. You know, the family to me is has always been a big priority. And it's not something that I would ever, ever be able to easily just, oh, I don't like the way it's going, I'm out. Okay, so what I heard you say was your dedication comes from the idea of family. And yeah. the idea of family and the idea that you want your family to be well. Yeah. I mean, my family was broken. And I don't want my family now to be broken like it was when I grew up. Okay. So that then became that example of no-no land. Yeah. So you had a really um, great example of um, poor dedication. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I'm not going to, you know, point fingers at who, well, who's no. who, but no, yeah, no, no. absolutely but, that's true. I mean, but if because there's two paths. Yeah, and if their dedication was higher, then, you know, it wouldn't have gone the way it did. Okay, now, if you say that, and you say that you owe your dedication to the example, the poor example that other people have set for you, right? Yes. You, you learned how to be a better example. How? Where did you learn it? Where did you learn dedication from? Um, the funny thing is, is I think that... you got to speak up, seriously. I think that um, a lot of it came from, from being in the Army. You know, my first stint in the Army, the only thing that the Army really gave me that I needed was something to fight for. And so now it's I see my family as something to fight for. So now you value your family as opposed to really valuing kind of your um, career. And that happens as we get older and we get a family and all that. So you followed a very natural pattern of, of I guess, belief structure. But you followed that natural pattern of, of beliefs, your family belief structure, you know, of finding yourself, getting married, you know, and having kids. Now, if you couple that with just the turmoil that you've had, how did you work through that, the, the dedication? Because they want to know kind of the intricacies. Oh, well, that's so, simple. Whenever anybody has, well, I guess in my experience, whenever I have um, something that I don't want to deal with, I, I turn my entire focus to something that I think deserves my energy better. And, and even if it's healthy for me or not, it's just a matter of, I just don't want to deal with it right now. So you do the avoidance and distraction technique. Yeah. yeah whereas and I just do flat out denial. I'm just like, what? That doesn't exist. There's, there's no problem here. It's just a flesh wound. Yeah. Something, uh, typically if there's something that I'm avoiding, there's something in my life that's going to get a lot of dedication because I'm, it's like I'm purposely walking around it. So then should I be offended that I was basically that sort of like a relationship rebound, you know, um, when you, when you need something else, then, then you get that, whether it, it was or not, <clears throat> the end result sometimes can be the same. It's like, do you marry for love initially? Are you in love with the person and you get married and then you go on about your merry way? Or do you like the person and get married 
and then you love the person. And you know, we watch those shows, um, so we have. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was I liked the person, then I loved the person, then we got married. Yeah. So my part of that is, I don't think we do make it work. What I think that we do is we work it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and every day. <laughs> And that's that's the hard truth, is as much oh, crap as we've gone through. Because the the thing that people forget or sometimes don't even know about us, sometimes people only know that we're trans, and sometimes people don't know that we're trans. But sometimes the, it's the only thing. So, aside from that, when we were married, we lived at Fort Bragg when we were you know married a few years ago. Yeah. We, I can't look at it as a long time ago it because wasn't. it was a long time ago. Right. It was 2012, right? Uh, no, 2014. That's when Your we, last deployment? No, my last deployment was, was in 2008. 2008. Oh, 2008. So see? We left Germany in 2012 to come back to Fort Bragg. Okay, so your last deployment, 2008, that really was one of the biggest struggles that we had was well, yeah that you one know, was a doozy it was 15 months it was a long time and not to mention i got pregnant midway you yeah. know whenever you can't actually it wasn't midway it was further because you took the last kind of yeah. slot he you was want, born right yeah. after right before i got no right after i got home yeah yeah i was yeah, gonna say so I got home you came home for r and r and thank goodness that you got those few extra days right you got yeah. the few extra days that's what it was and uh and and that's when it happened so you know part of that time we you know were expecting and what sucked was i went to green ramp to welcome you home and i'm huge pregnant and i have the two little kids and it's like three in the morning and we're there and it's the sea of people and we're trying to flag you down and you had left your phone on the on the uh, plane so this is another way how we make it work lots of reminders <laughs> that's because I'm so upset about that well okay so lots of reminders <laughs> because especially whenever you marry someone who is kind of equal to your emotional maturity um your experiences are kind of the same you've had same traumas tragedy stuff like that whenever you get married to someone on your level and you stay at that level typically that person stays at that level with you and y'all stay stuck um, we did a really cool thing whereas because your example that you learned about um, dedication came from a poor example and you made it a better example hold on yes with me it was the opposite with me dedication is what I knew it's the only thing I knew and I knew dedication because my dad is the most dedicated person I've ever seen in my life and my mom she's pretty dedicated too she stuck to anything that she started yeah. and so throughout my life dedication was it there's nothing else they were I mean my my parents were individually dedicated I guess I, they just weren't dedicated together yeah my parents weren't dedicated together other than the effort and that's kind of two different things because you have the devotion of effort you have the devotion of time you know and they had the time in it's kind of like time and grade 
So, you know, if, if you rate it like that, you can have the time in to where you say, I'm devoting time to you. I'm going to marry you and have time with you for eternity, right? But you don't have to devote the effort it takes. You can just be there and you can go through the motion, but you don't have to devote effort. That is what takes the real dedication is the effort. Time, everybody has time, you know, and, and usually it's selfish time. Oh, I want to get married so I can have kids. Oh, I want to get married so I can finally be stable. I want to get, regardless of the reason, the end remains the same. You're going to have a partner, yeah. but for how long? That's why you want both of the devoted partners to be devoted to the same things, to the time and the effort, right? And I think you and I both have been dedicated to the effort and the time. And <clears throat> I don't think that I ever viewed it as an option to get divorced, no matter what. Even though we had brought it up before, we brought it up as, as a relief, as a, a, yeah. how we were viewing it at that time, because we've been kind of black or white a lot. Yes. And especially together, you have two people with PTSD and, and one person with severe anxiety and one person with severe depression. And you're like, ah, you know, it's tough. And Definitely so can be. <laughs> so the devotion has to stay there. But you were devoted to me long before the kids came along, because what you brought up was, you know, the kids came along and that furthered your devotion. But the initial devotion was what? Why did you initially devote energy, effort, and time to me? Well, we were buddies. We were buddies. But, oh, look at that. And it's Alex. Oh. Hey, we're recording. So, what's up? And then, um, I'm at Tom's house right now, and he's going to finish his paper, and then... There's a, the boys tonight, but, like, right now, I don't know. Like, if I do feel like I, I can go, I'll wear my mask the whole time because I'm getting weary about this. Yeah, good good idea, yeah. Um, you will wear your mask, and I would prefer that you not go especially this close to the holidays, but, you know, I trust you. I know that you'll remain safe. Uh-huh. Okay, so just let us know, but I'm going to get back to the All people right. here because... Because you're talking to them right now. Okay. Tell them thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Um, and tune in next week especially. Um, Thursday, or t- turn in Thursday <laughs> for um, uh, positively entertaining conversations with Guru Brando and sometimes curious guests. Yeah. Thank you. This has been a... <laughs> yeah okay good job and you screwed up uh it's thursday it'll That's be what I said. yeah okay love you be careful be safe be wise bye bye wow okay so i forgot to mute my phone wow shame on me and i'm not gonna do it now okay what was i even saying was i talking about devotion energy effort oh what what made you initially devote the energy and effort? And you said that we were buddies. Yeah, we were like, <coughs> I guess thick as thieves was be, would be the... <laughs> but we did a lot of drinking. 
we did a lot of drinking and a lot of other probably not so great things that we shouldn't talk about on here. Look, it makes me want to vape. <laughs> Don't vape, people. Just because I do it. Look, I'm hiding it. You got to talk to them whenever I'm not vaping. <laughs> okay. okay. So seriously, we had a whole lot of bad habits that we were still on that level together. And what I think, I think, like I said, that we work it. We don't make it work. We work it, but we work it being aware and honest at all times, regardless of what it is. I'm very good at expressing myself and communicating. And you're working on it, and you're getting better at it. And I feel like that's helped tremendously for us to go through all these struggles that we've gone through. We've gone through deployments. We've gone through births, deaths. Um, we had a miscarriage. Um, we have moved repeatedly every two years, the military. We had to keep up a top secret clearance, which in case y'all don't know, when you have kids and you're young and you're moving and you have to get loans and you have to, you know, do all this other crap. Plus I was married before. And so I had those and we had people who lived in other countries, uh, our friends. And so, yeah, it was not easy keeping that top secret clearance at all. It's a whole lot of work, but we did it. So we had all these challenges and that's all outside of the challenges that we had independently um, with ourselves. So I think we've done pretty good as long as we grow at the same rate. Yeah. Because if you don't grow at the same rate and you leave the other one behind, you know, you say, oh, I'm out for me for too long and the other partner's left flapping, then they can find a different path. They don't have to travel with you anymore. If you choose to leave someone behind, yeah. it is their option to stay behind or to go with you. And there's nothing you can do about it. True story. And we had that conversation before. Look, I'm done with this crap. And that's what we said, those divorce conversations. But a divorce conversation doesn't have to be about divorce. It can be about difference avoidance all those awful things that you don't want to talk about if you hear the word or you say the word divorce just know that it means there's trouble in paradise and that you need to talk about it but you got to talk honestly without hostility and then it works you don't make it work it just works you got to sometimes give it up so question two wow that was one question that was what was the most humiliating realization you have had within our relationship? Because that's, that's what this was talking about. So, in regards to our relationship, what's the most humiliating realization you've had? Oh, gosh. There's like a million we can name about ourselves. <laughs> And it can be about yourself, but how did it involve, you know, us in general?
I have to get I comfortable. I mean, when it comes to... Okay, of, I'll answer. Yeah, go ahead. Help me out here. That <laughs> we were shitty parents. Yeah, that yeah, is I can the agree most that. embarrassing. I can, that's, I can that look back we, and cringe. That we were immature, like immature beyond our age. But immature. I, I like that I can see that's the way yeah, we were because then that's the way we were. Right, that's the, the question. We exactly, yeah. Because if you can identify it as a struggle, you're no longer a victim. So it's all about identifying the struggles. And, and one of the struggles, <laughs> it's silly, one of the struggles that I have is that I can't hear very well. And that's why I'm oh. always, I'm always saying, oh, you got a bug in your coffee? No, it's tinting. Oh. Shut up. But I, I can't hear very well. And that's why I'm really loud, too. But because I can't, it really does affect how we can um, communicate. And when it affects that it's humiliating for me. So for me, hands down, the most humiliating thing is realizing how crappy of parents we are, especially considering that I couldn't hear so much of the crap that was going on. And so I was responding not to what was being said, but I was responding to behavior because I, I just sometimes couldn't hear it. And I was too ashamed to to say I can't hear can you speak up I would just acknowledge and it wasn't until my dad moved in that I realized that I really was doing that because I, I just can't hear sometimes and uh, and a lot of the dialogue that I can't hear is dialogue that would have been useful at the time and so I guess in in admitting that I can't hear very well um, I'm also, you know, saying, okay, it has affected the family because I react in a way that's not a responsible, you know, not always a responsible way. Yeah, well, we always want to be our best selves, you know, and, and I think that's, that's, that's who we are in that moment. That's pride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like ego pride and and i'm humbled i'm not gonna lie i'm humbled because i have missed important conversations and, yeah. when all i had to do was say hey um what did you say beth because i may hear I, I may not hear those little pleasantries because i can barely hear you sitting right here next to me like this uh, when you speak quietly so how the hell do i know if you're saying something nice or not you know well if i hold up fingers <laughs> That's messed up. But our relationship is what was making us shitty parents. That's yeah. that's the point. That's what I'm trying to trying to get at is because I wasn't being fully honest because of something that I was saying is shameful. You know, no different than you being closeted for so long, you know, because you felt shame around it. You know, whenever you finally were honest about it, then you could start doing something about it. And so now I'm trying to do something about it. And I think that in, in doing that, it has made me a better partner and therefore a better parent. Well, this is definitely an easier journey when we're both going through it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Not just one outsider and one insider. Yeah, you know, and we don't really talk about that because to us, 
we don't think about, oh, we're going through the same thing. We can share it with each other because we don't really think about it as going through anything. Yeah, we're just every day like Yeah, else. it's like we're normal people. It's it's We don't have this like calendar that says transition days, you know. And sometimes we even forget our uh, duly appointed traniversaries, yeah. you know. And when we do, and it's important that we keep those sacred just because it shows our our um progress but i don't know i i think i believe that if you're honest deliberate and you always stick on the same path with each other like you check in with each other and you make sure that you're both still headed in the same direction yeah. I think that that's what uh, is the best part about parenting. Yeah. Because I don't think that you can be an effective two-parent household if if you're fighting or if no, you're... If you're at odds with each other all the time. Yeah. And no. so one question just happened to go into the other. But, you know, there's nothing against just single-family household or single-parent households either. No. Because, you know... You've had experience with that too, you know, with your mom yeah, being you, a single I mean, parent. You you gotta you gotta have your stuff together. That I know. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to be able to still communicate and get along, and and that's kind of what I'm saying. Regardless, if you're a two parent household or a single parent household, there's still two parents. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully, unless one of them has gone. But um, you know, even if there's not the two-parent household. You still have to maintain a relationship with yourself and you have to maintain a relationship with others in order to have your child grow and learn, be an effective parent. Because sometimes parents need help. Oh yeah, God. And, and Constantly. Even, <laughs> and even the single parents need help, you know, even whenever they're strong and, um, and resilient, they need help. I needed help as a single parent when you were deployed. Unfortunately, I didn't have a whole lot of it, you know, from family. They were scattered, but I had a lot of help from the military community. Yes. So that was good. And um, and so I, I just think that being good partners makes good parents. We have one more. Let's see if we can do it quick. Probably not. Do y'all compare tragedies? try not to I used to I used to think that best trauma and tragedies were so more intense than mine I viewed mine as everyday typical tragedies that every single person goes through and it wasn't until I started going through therapy that I realized that that's not the truth that I'd been lying to myself all this time that um, some of the crap that happens to me doesn't happen or that happened to me doesn't happen to everybody. Um, <clears throat> I just assumed that all women got raped. I assumed that all children um, got abused and neglected. I just assumed that because I knew that you had tragedies too and they were parallel to mine. And so, and my ex, same deal. He, and so... I guess when I realized that 
everybody has crap, yes. And the severity of people's crap ranges. It's what you do with that that unites you. In other words, we could have remained victims. Yeah, yeah, we totally could have. But neither one of us did, right? And in comparing our stories, I think we each realized that individually. So although we compare tragedies, we compare them in a sense that I'm empathetic to your struggle. Yeah, and we're not quantifying severity. Yeah, yeah, no, because holy crap. I don't know how I would be able to handle some of the things that you had gone yeah, through. Likewise. Yeah. So, so and, and people always wonder if we literally know everything about each other because not only have we been married forever, but because um, we each have lived in the other's shoes, so to speak. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom for a long time. You're a stay-at-home mom now. And, uh, Love it. <laughs> I can't say the same thing. I absolutely did not love being a stay-at-home parent. I, you know, before we even got married, I said, look, I can never be a stay-at-home parent. I have no intention on it. I'm going to work forever, and you're just going to have to do whatever. And it didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, not in Texas, and it didn't work with our mindset then, but... Yeah. I'm enjoying it now. I have, I mean, I have my routines that I have to go through, things that, that need to be done, chores, and so on and so forth. But I just, I really enjoy it because you know it's taking care of our home. I think now we compare more triumphs than tragedies. Yeah, yeah. So I'm always better than you. I'm always better than you. I always triumph very victoriously because I have that thing that I just talked about, whereas you have avoidance, I have denial. <laughs> so I just denial altogether that the tragedies exist, and I just go with what I know, you know. I've learned a lesson out of absolutely every single tragedy that I've had. And yeah. I don't always see it right away, but it's well, true. I think like any situation that a person is subjected to, there it reaches a level of normalcy after a while. And so you just kind of come to expect it over time. You know, if you have a pattern of tragedy in your life, then... Yeah, you know, kind of like the cycle of, of partners. You know, you have the same type partner and just until you stop locked, the process. Yeah, you get locked into that mindset and until you step outside yourself and be like, oh, you know, let's figure something out because this is bullshit. Again with um, you, cussy <laughs> cussy. I didn't say it. Oh, you said it. I almost said it, but I did not. Oh, you said it. It no, was there. Did not. Y'all can tell her it was there. Anywho's. Okay, well, I think we're done. We answered those three questions. And ask us more questions, and at some point I'll do another show with Beth, and, um, and we can answer those questions. But you can ask the kids questions. You can ask me questions. You can ask. We have three dogs if you want to ask them questions. Um, but really, I just want to be able to help people gain perspective on maybe things that they're going through or that they've gone through. So if you have a question about that, maybe we can talk about that if we have an example because, you know, I have a boy, I have a girl, I have a wife, I have a dog. I kind of have run the gamut of what anyone may need help with. So I guess Thursday. Thursday. That won't be pizza night. 
I'm a little sad. It'll be turkey night, but I'm a vegetarian, so it's going to be tofu turkey. You stuff the turkey with pizza rolls. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is pizza night. Okay, see, y'all got to check in on Thursday, so you'll have to watch no, Thursday's episode that. to see exactly what I forced my wonderful, loving, endearing wife to do for Thanksgiving. She's cooking the meal this year, most of the meal, but she usually cooks the turkey. It's all the other crap. We're making the teens cook too. So it's going to be a very interesting um, Thursday's episode. It probably is going to be late. I'm just going to put that out there, but we're going to shoot for the same eight o'clock slot. And um, so talk to us on Thursday. I don't know who I ha I'll have. I might have pop on here. On Thursday. Oh, that would be interesting. That would be really good if maybe while you're cooking, Pop and I come back here and I just let him talk. You can do the hour-long show? Oh, maybe so, because <laughs> Grandpa does like to talk. So, thank you, everybody, for listening, and listen again on Thursday. I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but it ought to be interesting. So, questions, comments, and all that stuff. You have to like our stuff, like our channel subscribe to our channel there right subscribe yes. to our channel like our stuff and share 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 please anybody that you know might be uh needing some flexible thinking our our episodes are are good to listen to so join us thursday right Bye. thank you